would crave chips when I was super stressed. And so I would do it on the way home from work and grab them. And, and sometimes I would tell the lady at the cash register, like, these are for lots of people at work or for my family when they didn't even know or care. It was just my way of making myself feel better. Welcome to the Secret Life Podcast. Tell me your secret. I'll tell you mine. Sometimes you have to go through the darkness to reach the light. That's what I did. After 12 years of recovery in sex and love addiction, I finally found my soulmate, myself. Please join me in my novel, Secret Life of a Hollywood Sex and Love Addict, a four-time bestseller on Amazon. It's a brutal, honest, raw, gnarly ride, but hilarious at the same time. Check it out now on Amazon. Welcome to Secret Life Podcast. I'm Brianne Davis-Gant. Today, I'm pulling back the curtains of all kinds of human secrets. We'll hear about what people are hiding from themselves or others. You know those deep, dark secrets you probably want to take to your grave? Or those lighter, funnier secrets that are just plain embarrassing? Really, the how, what, when, where, and why of it all. My guest today is probably my twin soul. Well, definitely my twin soul. It is my (laughs) sister, and she probably knows me better than anybody else, more than my husband. So Stephanie is our guest. Hi. 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 How are you? Oh, good. I have a question for you. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) What is your secret? Okay, my secret is that I hide bags of chips when I'm stressed and eat them in my car alone or hide them under the seat of my car. And then I put them in the trash can outside before anyone can see that I've eaten them. So embarrassing. It's not, I mean, we all have these things we do to comfort ourselves, but I really want to go back. There's so many questions I have for you right now. Like, when did this way of like self-soothing secret when was it created so I was thinking about how far back I can think about it and I think part of it is like moving in with my husband and him really seeing who I really am and these bad habits I would not do it in front of him and I would crave chips when I was super stressed and so I would do it on the would crave chips when I was super stressed and so I would do it on the way home from work and grab them and and sometimes I would tell the lady at the cash register like these are for lots of people at work or for my family when now, they did didn't even know or care did you like party schnies are we talking okay it can differentiate depending on the day because sometimes just a bag of ruffles like plain old-fashioned ruffles are my jam that's what my go-to drug every time <laughs> but if I'm feeling like I need Doritos and Cheetos and chips and that I'll go buy the little lunchtime packets and then I'll just destroy like four or five of them in my cart. Cause then you will see them like on the floor, but are under smushed underneath my car seat. And my husband has busted me a few times and he's like, really, you don't think I know that you do this, but I still do it. But that first time he busted you, do you remember, did he ask you, was he like curious or he just automatically guessed you were eating chips? I mean, that had to be kind of a weird conversation. No, it was really weird when I think he, he said something like, I keep finding chip bags, like under the seat of the car of your car, whatever, when he would drive my car, if I was parked behind him and 
I would just forget that's, they were just out there. It's like if my, my needles were laying around and I got busted. <laughs> Your needles of heroin. is <laughs> yeah. That's basically what it is. It's like, I'm hiding this drug, but he, um, was like really kind of matter of fact about it. And then not. And I was like, I just, I just eat when I'm stressed. I just eat when I'm stressed and I can't describe it. He's like, okay. But he would also find them like tucked under the trash. Like he could see like a full bag of chips had been destroyed that he had never seen before. And they were stuffed down in the trash. I like how you keep calling them destroyed. Like you destroy them. Not that you eat them. It's like this term you're using, which is very fast. You know what? I don't savor it. It's not about. So do you just shove them in? Do you even like finish chewing? I mean, I finished chewing, but it's so fast and they're gone so fast that it's like sad. Now that I'm saying this out loud, like when I've never thought of that or that I describe it that way, because I never talk about it, but, um, yeah, I, it's not even like I'm enjoying it in that sense. It's like, I have to get it in me as fast as possible. That's so fascinating because when I was going through like my eating, when eating problems and eating disorder, I remember when I would have sugar, cause my thing is sugar and your thing is salt. We've always talked right. about that, but I would like see a donut and wanted to eat it as fast as I can almost before my subconscious would stop me because yeah. a part of me knew I was doing it not to savor the donut, but like to get that high and adrenaline from it. And it wasn't like an enjoying thing. Do you think it's like a little bit of that? I think it's really secretive to, it's not enjoyable. It's like something secretive because when he goes out of town for the night, or if I know I have an evening by myself, I will go get chips from the grocery store, like a big bag and probably some dip of some kind, but even oh, if yeah. it's just She chips, loves dip. Any dip. I love dip. <laughs> I love French dip so onion. Much. Oh my God. Spinach artichoke. She will, she loves a good dip. <laughs> You know, for my wedding, I didn't even care what my wedding cake looked like. I had dips. I had three different dips. You didn't dips. even want a cake. I was like, you have to have a cake because I, no, I wanted chips and dip. <laughs> I was like, nobody gets married and has chips and dip. I had so many different kinds of chips and dip on each table. It was, you know, everybody has their thing, but it's so funny that I do it in secret and I'll watch a movie and just eat. So it's just been really interesting to examine this for even five minutes because I never think about it just so you know she laughs when she gets nervous and uncomfortable She'll I giggle. do <laughs> I don't as you can tell I don't feel any of the right emotions I'm like let me just shove chips down my throat or I'll laugh when I'm really uncomfortable I don't know we got some work to do so you said why it's it really amplified when you got married but when did it really start like if you could go back in your head I think we know. So if we look at our childhood, we were definitely Mm -hmm. latchkey kids. Our mom worked, our dad worked and we, um, would come in and I think I got home before you and I would not have, I would have the house free to myself. Cause I remember like looking all around the cabinets for any kind of junk food or anything like that. We didn't have like snacks put out for us, like carrots or anything no, like that. No, no, no. And if they did, I wouldn't have gone for it. I was they like, they didn't looking. don't even say <laughs> if they did, they didn't don't even try to well, make it sound good. Well, I remember dad 
loved Pringles and he would hide the can of Pringles around this corner in our pantry where you couldn't see it immediately. And eventually like someday I found it. And so I would take a little and take a little chips, take a little more. And I think he was hiding them. Either he didn't want us to eat it or mom to eat it. But that's the first thing I, when I think back to that, or she would, mom would hide like Chex Mix, which would also be delicious. Yeah. Um, up way up on a high on a shelf. So either they knew I was like overeating then and hiding it, or they were hiding it from each other or hiding it. I mean, I don't really know. I'd love to ask them. Well, here's a, here's a thing though. I remember very specifically when mom would get like Godiva chocolate or something, she would hide them probably, especially from me, but maybe that's something we picked up, you picked up from them. Like subconsciously. Yeah. Because she would hide. I I remember raspberries were really expensive. And when they were in season, she would get some and she would like hide them in the refrigerator and and she wouldn't want me to eat them. And one day I was eating them. She's like, those are mine. And I was like, (laughs) yeah, like they're territorial. Yeah. Like over their food. And then, uh, so maybe that's a thing we should, we should bring both of them on and talk about it. We should just be like, what was your thing about hiding these? But if I think about my kids now, whenever they want something of mine that I've like made that I really want, A, I've never had food from them. But B, I'm like, my first reaction is to not maybe give it to them. I'm like, yes, have this, have it. I have to fight that That because I don't want This is mine. This is mine. Because I'm the adult. Like I should know better that they didn't, they would hide it. And I remember getting them getting mad at me for eating whatever that was. Um, and Do I don't a specific time they got mad at you. That, like, I just remember generally knowing I wasn't supposed to do it. So I would take like two and I would fight, fight the urge to go get like 30 more. <laughs> so when I had my own things and I remember doing it in New York city when I was younger, like stopping at the bodega and getting like a bag of chips and like being in my room away from my roommate doing it. Maybe even in college, Brianne, like even if I go back to college, Anytime I got to be alone, that's yeah. when I would do it. It's like my secret shame. <laughs> no, I think other people have it. I mean, when when Mark and I have talked about when he dropped me off, you know, on a flight to set or something or going out of town, he would go to Carl's Jr. and get like hamburger fries and a milkshake like immediately. So it's not, you're not alone. And when I'm having a bad day, I'll, I want to go get a donut. It's just like, this is still something you're doing, right? Oh yeah. I mean, even now, I think it's more like, I don't want my husband to see it or think badly of me as I just down an entire bag of chips. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. And ever since I've been like tracking my food and paying attention and seeing what things fill me up, I'm also not out driving around. So I haven't done it in like three or four months, which is kind of interesting. Interesting. Um, And I don't know if that has anything to do with the state of mind we're all in, but you would think I've been super stressed. You have, and maybe it's like, you don't have that behavior to release that stress. So now you're feeling the stress more. 
Yeah. I mean, I go to the grocery store and get our family food. That's I've been doing that, not Tim. And I don't buy a bag of chips and I don't, you know, grab even little tiny bags. Do you walk by them and think about them though? I do think about it. It's a, it's a fight. But I'm like, I'm, I got this, this time. I don't know. Maybe it is really like looking at the caloric intake or because I'm tracking. Maybe. It's like, oh, it's not worth it right now. So if you think of this behavior, this secret attached to like a seven deadly sins, some people don't like the word sin. It doesn't bother me, but it's just bother a, me. a part of humanity. So right. let me list them. And if a couple of them, like, why would you connect it? So it's pride, greed, lust, gluttony, envy, anger, and sloth. Is there any <laughs> of <laughs> that? Well, she's laughing. So she's uncomfortable. Yeah. Right. Ahead gluttony for sure. I mean, it is so gluttonous to sit and just shove potato chips in your mouth and your car by yourself. Um, there's something to do with, um, lust. I mean, I definitely feel this like lustful thing that I want that I'm I'm, like secretive about, and I don't want anyone to know. So you're talking about the lust. Here's the thing about the lust. Is it the first moment you put that salty chip in your mouth? Yeah, I almost think it's the first one matters and none of the others until the last one. And then I see it dwindling and I get super sad. (laughs) And I'm like, is it only been four minutes since I opened this huge bag of chips? God, I love it's it. So funny. It's not. I've never thought about this this much. I just never. I mean, I've said it to you at some point in our lives, and now we joke about it. But I don't talk about it with anybody else. But so many people I know probably do it. So you're not alone. Remember that episode of um, Sex and City where she like made a cake and then she threw it in the trash, but that wasn't enough. She had to like pour stuff all over it. Like I've even, I've had those moments where I'm like so wanting to eat the whole bag that I'll throw it in the trash, and then you eat out of the trash. I'm like, oh wait, it's okay still. It's not touching the other things. It's just sticking. It's still in the bag. And then there have been times where I have poured soap on bags of chips, like internal inside the bag, because it's that big of a fight an emotional fight. Wow. Yeah. It's that emotional any eating. So if you could say what was the benefits of keeping the secret and where did the secret harm? The benefits was that other people would not judge me or be like, wow, I don't want to marry her. She's gross. She eats chips like freaking animal in her car. (laughs) <laughs> a rabbit or something. I don't know. Beaver. But um, so that a was beaver. Did you just say I don't know. Beaver? But it's like shoving stuff in their mouth. I'm picturing a beaver just like shoving, but maybe that's not the right image. <laughs> um, so very much like I've got this, I've got it together, and nobody needs to know that I'm like stressing and emotional eating somewhere privately. But I think mostly for my husband, I was in embarrassed because I didn't want him to think badly of me or think I was unattractive. Um, my, our parents probably have no idea that I do it. Probably or, not. I don't think I've ever brought it up or asked them. Like I said, we've never asked them why they did that. And right. I don't think they've Do you even think they would say they did? They probably would deny it. Well, actually mom has, I actually mentioned it and she was like, yeah, I didn't want you to eat my chocolate. And I was like, right. awesome. <laughs> so you didn't want to give your child like something. That, yeah. That has to be where it came from. It It has has to be. be. It has to be a learned behavior that you saw. I mean, as children, we pick up things when we're not aware. 
Well, I think, um, mom was, uh, you know, overweight when we were, we were younger. She's not overweight now, but at the time for a lot of our childhood, she was, and I think dad didn't want us to be overweight and, and maybe she didn't want us to be overweight like her and eat that stuff. But I think what it did was made it feel very off limits to me. And so when I'm alone, it's like, oh, I can get this, you know, this is my time. I can do this and kind of, um, rebel against them almost in a sense. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense to me because for me, when I have secrets, it makes me feel powerful and that I know something that nobody else knows. And it's almost this thing that I have over that. It's like this power thing. I don't know what it's about exactly, but that's whenever I keep secret, it keeps me separate from others. It keeps me definitely feel separate. Yeah. Fully connected. Yeah. I mean, hiding it from my husband, you know, is kind of interesting because it did keep me secret and separate from him, him knowing the full me. And who, who do you think harmed in this behavior secret? (laughs) Like I would imagine me, I'm the major one, but I'm like, who else could it harm the poor manufacturers? (laughs) Not really. They're benefiting from my disease. Um, I don't know if it harmed anyone. It seems kind of like a no victim crime, except for me. I Am would I definitely something? make you, but I think what you said we hit on a little bit is like keeping you disconnected from your husband instead of like telling him, Hey, I'm really stressed. Like I am right. stressed about this, this, and this, instead of sitting in your car eating chips, I think. Right. And then I also see, you know, when those behaviors that are learned, you do them to survive your environment. And now that survival tactic that you use when we were younger doesn't work for you anymore. Right. You know, I looked at it like that. That, That's how I see it. When get my son asked for chips that I'm eating I really want to be like, no, (laughs) and I I think, I think the other day you were in the car and he asked for one and you're like, they're gone. Like you did. And sometimes they're just gone and sorry, but more than likely I'll try to be like, do you want some, I'm actually actively trying to stop what is innate in me to be like, here, have some, I just cringe giving it to him because I want to keep them for myself. Oh no. Weird. We, us humans are crazy. So how do you move forward in the future? Man, I don't know because I feel really good in the last, I mean, it's probably been like three or four months since I've done that and the world feels like it's falling apart. So the fact that I haven't gone to that, um, I've tried to find healthier things that kind of fit on this diet program, but I know that at some point it's going to come up again. Um, and I don't know how I'll handle it moving forward. I can be aware of it more now that I'm talking about it with you. Maybe I'll, that seems to always help any secret I'm hiding. Um, if I'm aware why I'm doing it, or maybe I'll think, what if I just had like a few and enjoyed them? Yeah. Or maybe when I was like getting rid of my behaviors with, you know, the sex and love addiction that we've talked about. And I've talked about, you know, like keeping a journal in your car and that moment that you're about to do it or walk into the grocery store or the drugstore or whatever, you take out your journal and you write like, why am I doing this? What am I feeling right now? Because it's like, we're so unaware of these behaviors 
that sometimes a simple act of like writing something down releases that, you know, that like, <gasps> of like right. wanting, wanting to do it. I mean, I think if I, while you were saying that, I was like, what emotion usually comes up? And it's usually when I feel really helpless, like I'm in mm. a situation I can't get out of at work or something, or I know I'm going to have to face some sort of confrontation that I don't want to face. So maybe I need to look at that too. I don't know. Cause right when you said that, I was like, what emotion just came up when I'm thinking yeah, about it? Exactly. Well, I am so proud of you for sharing this. I know <laughs> I like totally made her do this. She really didn't want to, but she has to support me because it's like in your My DNA. Soul. Yeah. <laughs> so I am so grateful. I think it's so brave of you to come on because especially as women, we want to portray like this perfect mother, perfect wife, perfect, you know, just be like, we have our shit together and we fucking don't don't. (laughs) like, let's just pull off the covers and say, we don't have a filter. This is not social media. We don't have it all together. We do these things we're not proud of, but it doesn't define who we are. So I'm really grateful for you coming on. I know you didn't want to, (laughs) but you did it anyways. (laughs) Thanks, Rianne. If you want to be on the show, please email me at secretlifepodcast at iCloud.com. Until next. Thanks again for listening to the show. Please subscribe, rate, share, or send me a note at secretlifepodcast.com. And if you like to check out my book, head over to secretlifenovel.com or Amazon to pick up a copy for yourself or someone you love. Thanks again. See you soon.